Oh, oh God! No! 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 Wait a minute. Oh no, we're good. Yeah, cool. Onward, ho! Don't call me that. Welcome back to another episode of Xtreme, everybody. My name is Zach. My name is Joey. And this is a podcast where we dig deep on your favorite video games. Alright. We're moving onward. Onward. Onward and maybe actually upward is a good indicator of where we're about to go. Yeah. Technically. Onto, onto the station. Subtitle, Time to Get Serious. <laughs> That's how you know it's about to go down. And by down, I mean up, because this entire stage is going up. Yeah, we're flying. We're flying, but we're flying in a vertical direct... Wait, do you fly in any other direction? Yes, you, you do. Fly There's a lot direction. of degrees of motion. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about it. Um, moving from basically, fl- we're flying through space. At least it kind of looks that way, doesn't it? Doesn't it? It does. It does? Yeah. <laughs> that do? Yeah, that that do. <laughs> I mean, the speed lines are any indication, you know, we're moving pretty gosh darn fast. Yeah. It's, it's like super windy or something. But it's it's surprising because it's completely an aesthetic thing. Those yeah. speed lines. It's like when you put uh flames on the side of your car, not because <laughs> you're cool, but because you think it makes you go faster. And if that's what you think about how decals work, I have some pla- I have some land in Florida to sell you. <laughs> uh, it's weird though because like we're in space, so like what is that even? That's true. There can't be air in space. What kind of craziness is this? Jeff. Is it space air? <laughs> it's the spare air. It's the space air. <laughs> you know that's just space air together is just spare. Or ace. <laughs> spare ace. <laughs> but the, the funny thing is, this, this is such a missed opportunity. Because if you're going to make it look like we're moving fast, why don't you yeah. actually have that impact the platforming? I know, it would have been a good challenge. I mean, we're at the end game here, why not ramp it up? Yeah. I, I mean, guess they have all the uh, the conveyor belt things that are already, like, that, doing that. That's true, and I mean, the choking is taking it into overdrive here by just kind of multiplying everything times about, oh, uh, let me see, about uh, ten factorials. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's crazy how much, how many things they've crammed into this stage. And yeah, it's on, definitely endgame. Exactly, and on top of that, like we mentioned about 17 times a minute and a half ago, a lot of the level is very vertical. There's a lot of climbing involved. Yes. So not only do you have to compete with the the abundance of enemies and projectiles and shit clinging to walls, you have to do that all while making sure you don't fall back down and have to do that shit all over again. There's, like, no safe ground in this level. And if there is, it's usually covered in ice. Yeah, or so, temporary. 
<laughs> or they just put like one of those trip wire ice things on the top of it, so you have to move immediately. Yeah. Like holy crap! What are the what were the parameters for the chunking for this stage? Just like okay, we have all these elements. What if we just like mashed them together, like literally? <laughs> Like, yeah. I, I'm surprised that they don't have enemies that just shoot bees out. <laughs> or they don't have, like, enemies that just straight up... Multiply. <laughs> that was the word I was thinking of. Thank you. Nice. Or enemies that straight up... Met Damon. Yeah, that. Thank you, Paul. That was what I was also thinking of. He's always <laughs> there. Such a good guy. He's always um, paying attention. Always paying attention, even if it's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Paul can never be wrong. He is an Im- infallible editing god. <laughs> I hope he appreciates my sacrifice. Of words, not of people, or of animals. <laughs> Unless it's to eat them. Well, I mean, you do you, right? Anyway, let's talk more about the advanced platforming of this entire yes. area. So. Basically, bounding between sides of the platforms. So there's like a lot of examples here of very specific challenges that were mm-hmm. made that were previously used in those small segments leading up to this. Yeah. So where you were like rewarded at the end with like an augment or an upgrade or something, you yeah. had those like challenge areas kind of sprinkled in as optional. But now. It's like the critical path has turned into the optional platforming. Yeah. So, what a turn of events. It's almost like they're learning about difficulty scaling. It's beautiful. Uh, that and is I mean, beautiful. And I mean, I don't want to imply that they didn't know that before. But what I'm saying is, there's a clear increase in the difficulty between levels 8 and level 9. <laughs> <laughs> like, just saying... Like you guys gotta, you people who played the game, you understand. They really ramp it up, but at this point, if you haven't upgraded yourself or gotten any of those augments, you are kind of screwed. Yeah, yeah. Because it really relies on the fact that you are covered in upgrades. Right. Just paste every augment on like a decal sticker. I got cars on the you brain for to. some reason. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I actually haven't made it through to level 9 without getting a ton of upgrades. Right. But I would assume it's incredibly hard to do, and I don't have that kind of time on my hands to grind my way up there. Who does? Exactly, I have a life to lead, much to the chagrin of everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I assume that it's nearly impossible to make it there, so I can't say yeah. for certainty how the chunking would work out there if you didn't really have a lot of the upgrades. Right. Yeah, no. Like, but seems like it would be basically impossible. I feel like it would. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so one of the examples of the advanced... We got really off track. One of the examples of the really advanced platforming um, is... They put you in a situation where you have to like jump in between platforms without touching the top because there are spikes on the top. So yeah. you have to move upward without actually jumping onto the top of things. 
Yeah. So like it's controlled a... upward jumping. Exactly. It's all about that wall climbing, yo. If yes. You need to be the master. You've better mastered your uh, fundamentals at this point. Fundamentals of wall climbing. Exactly. Well, at this point, they've given you so many opportunities to learn and master that skill of oh, yeah. dash jump dashing. So and you if you should... played Mega Man, mm-hmm. exactly. you got that. You got it down. Absolutely. So, but at this point, assuming you have no Mega Man knowledge, and this is your first foray into a platformer, first yeah. off, there's a lot of other good ones, too. This one is inspired off of a great one. You should go check it out. It's called Megaman X. Megaman. <laughs> it sounds funnier coming out. Paul, do you want a sound effect in? Boy, if you don't No, get- not that one. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that was good. appreciate you playing me out like that (laughs) but let's talk a little bit more about the stage because we're still not done there's too much to talk about so much so like i mentioned before really advanced platforming here another example of something that came into play in during per my run in particular is um small platforms and ice mechanics yes um so Really just throwing in ice mechanics to anything, especially (laughs) in a platforming game, first off, is a great way to make me so goddamn upset. (laughs) And bitch, like, incessantly. But at the same time, it's a very good way to artificially increase the difficulty of a platformer. Yeah. Because... Very standard. Yeah, I mean, that's the way that people have said, oh... What do we do to make stuff harder? What if it's covered in ice? Ice is hard to step on. Great. Fantastic. Make that in the whole end of the game. (laughs) And I am not surprised that it is used here. But then again, I wouldn't call it a crutch. I would call it, um, considering we're on the last levels of the game, I would call it a a justifiable difficulty spike. Yeah. Yes. It's not like it's in the beginning where it's like, here you go. Fuck you. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, this is when, like they should put it in. Exactly, I 100% agree. Um, so, as I mentioned before, this really brings in mechanics from the optional areas uh, to kind of make the path, critical path a bit tougher, um, multiplies the enemies uh, by about a metric ton, <laughs> and um, honestly. The upward mobility wouldn't have worked so well, if not for the wall jumping mechanic. Oh yeah, for sure. You couldn't even do this level without wall jumping, probably. Absolutely. I mean, I'm thinking back to like original Mega Man, where they had 
a similar style of uh, upward upward mm-hmm. uh, level design, and they yeah. didn't have wall jumping. It was really just precision platforming with like maybe oh a God. few pixels that you were able to jump on. It just made it yeah. not fun. That's not that doesn't make it enjoyable. It makes it a slog. Yeah, that's uh, super challenging. But 20XX did not do that, so I gotta commend Thank them. You. Thank you very much. Um. That's all I really got for the stage itself. Did you want to? Do you have anything else to add? No. Getting to the boss. Yeah, cue the boss music. <laughs> Doctor Brighton Sharp, the Duke of Development. It was at this moment that he knew. I'm not surprised at all that these guys were the bosses. I mean, they set them up in the beginning, like. They're the ones causing all this destruction and annihilation, being like, yeah. oopsie doodle, I don't know what happened. We made giant robots and now they're going crazy. Who'd have thunk? Who'd have thunk it? But the interesting thunked. Wait. <laughs> he fucked up. Quick, pull me out. Oh, hell no! <laughs> Dr. Brighton is the summation of all his parts. Yes. Literally and figuratively. He's got all the boss moves. Literally. I mean, he uses every boss move and even has some of the boss's heads as weapons <laughs> for some reason. Um, it's just an interesting amalgam is a good way of calling it. But having, having all of the boss's powers come at you at once is quite daunting. Yeah, it's fun, though. It is fun. It's a great way... To culminate the bosses into one, yeah. as opposed to like, because a lot of the time games like these, specifically the Mega Man games, have a bad habit of <laughs> forcing you to refight all the bosses that you've already beaten. Yeah, in like a gauntlet kind of thing. But I think to expedite that process and kind of pay tribute to it, the um, the developers were just like, you know what? What if we just combined all the bosses into one fight? Yeah. It's good. I wish Mega Man did that. That would be, like, so cool. That would be a really cool idea. I mean, just having, like, all the bosses from X1 be one giant, uh, like, Akira-style monster. Yeah. Don't, don't, somebody please don't draw that. That sounds gross. Don't, ew. I just pictured it it. in my head. No. Do it. If you, if you do draw that... Do not send it to it's the extreme at gmail.com. That's I T S T H E X S T R E M gmail.com. Do not do that. Whatever you do. Whatever you don't. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, I really like this boss. Um, yeah. But the problem for me, and I maybe a few other people, is it can be a bit visually overwhelming. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's just like everything going on. There's a lot going on and a lot of like flashing lights and a lot of like different effects you need to pay attention to, especially yeah. when he gets closer to the end of his life. Um, he'll just kind of really throw everything against the wall. Yeah. So it's a lot to keep all track the attacks, of. All the attacks are different too, so it's like you don't really get used to the visual aspect of the fight. It's just always random. Exactly, like, inevitably, the fights kind of dissolve into just mash the crap out of the boss. Yeah. But, like, this time it's, like, mash the crap out of the boss with a million 
friggin' things happening on the screen. <laughs> but I can't keep track of all that half the time. Maybe it's because I'm getting older. Who knows? Who knows? But you are rewarded with three boss chests after you beat this. Yeah. That, so, so that's a so big you, reward. So you are rewarded definitely for your plate here. And again, it's good to have that... Um, confirmation of like hey you did a really good job and showing look there is still actually maybe more to get here right um and we want to make sure that you are prepared yeah so even if you have gotten to this point without many upgrades just by virtue of beating this boss you get triplicate even if you didn't uh speed through in the time limit which on this stage is actually very generous i think it's like about 10 minutes they probably don't want you that to happen in this level. They want to give you as much resources into the end game as as possible so yeah. that you have the most odds of succeeding. Yeah. Um and there's something I just want to call out here at the end. Little little small thing. There's no lore that I've seen to explain this and there's nothing that I found online that really does it justice. Um the three-headed snake at the end. The three-headed snake? Yeah, there's a three-headed snake right at the end. After you beat the boss, after you get the keys, and before you get into the portal. There's just a sleeping three-headed robot snake. The ones that you've kind of seen before, but this one's not attacking you. It's just sleeping. It's just there. And it has a bowl in front of it and a dead rat in the bowl. (laughs) I have so many questions. So... First off, is this his pet? Is this his pet monster like robot? Did you destroy it? Um, I did destroy it because it's an abomination against nature. <laughs> and you're rewarded with uh with upgrade chips. Yeah. I don't get it. What's the deal with that? I don't know, but like question, like why does he have this as a pet when it was before being used as an aggressor? And in a major enemy throughout the entire game. Second off, why does it have a bowl? It's a robot. What is it eating out of their bolts? And thirdly, why is there a dead rat in the bowl? It's not going to eat the rat. It's, again, a robot. But of all things, why is it a dead rat? Are you sure it's a rat? I don't even know. It looks like a rat. It look. I don't know what it is. Big guinea pig? <laughs> Could or a very hairy, game. naked mole rat. Yeah, I think that's what it is. It's pro- probably that, right? Yeah. I just, I can't find a satisfying explanation as to what that means, but maybe... Please, someone tell us. If somebody knows, let me know. But then again, if you don't know, we'll let this be a mystery for now. Some mysteries are meant to be unsolved. Some mysteries are meant to be to be unsolved. Like the mystery of why we're still talking and why Paul hasn't put in the cue music yet. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no.
We have moved onward still onto Deep Station 2. <laughs> still not over. Onward still, yes. To... And as you can clearly hear in the background, shit is going crazy. Yeah, like, what the fuck? Alright, we're going to try and do something we've never done before. We're going to run through the stage while it's going on. Yes, because that's the only way we could experience it. Exactly. This stage is too batshit insane for us to stop and think for even a minute. We just need to run through it even while we're talking about it. Alright, let's do this. Alright, here we go. Okay. Ah. Oh my god, Jesus, there's so much shit going on! Already? Oh, Jesus, what is going on? How did all these enemies get? Oh my god, the platform is insane! Dude, what are we doing? Oh my god! No! We made it. We did. I can't believe it. We're in somewhat decent shape. Uh, we're live. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, don't look, you're missing an arm. I think you might have dropped it way back there. Huh. That's what that sound was. That was the... That was your arm. Oh. Yeah. That's unfortunate. Yeah. I think you'll be fine. I wouldn't worry about it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you do... We'll just... Here. Hold still. Great. Okay. Thanks. Perfect. Yeah. That should probably do it. I think that was the sound of... An arm being put into its socket again. (laughs) Well, here's hoping. (laughs) But I hope I attached the right thing, because we're at the boss now. The boss of the game. The super boss. Dr. Arlen Arlen Flag. (laughs) Chief of Control. And boy howdy, he is not in control at the least. No wonder he is so mad. Oh yeah. But this boss has got to be the most interesting boss that we've fought in this entire game. Yeah, it's huge. It's huge. First of all, yes, the scale of the boss and the room itself really helps to, you know, solidify the difference in size between you and the and the Arlen bot. I don't know, what's it called again? The uh, Omega. Doctor. It's called the Omega model. Oh, cool. I <laughs> the Doctor model. <laughs> um, but funnily enough, this the boss fight is like a miniature stage in itself. Yeah. Because what happens cool. is the doctor, the good doctor, will run to one side and then generate a random piece of terrain that uh, you need to pass through. With, say it with me, lasers. Lasers! Sorry. <laughs> Thank you, Paul. Go on. <laughs> it's okay, Paul added a little echo there, too. Um, then, on top of that, you start having an existential crisis because you're fighting copies of yourself? Yeah, what's the deal with that? How, is that, like, how did they get that? I don't know. Are we, like, did the the bad guys make us? Well, I think they may have, but at the same time, why are they all idiots? <laughs> that too. Like, why do they all just have, like, one, like, motion that they do, 
and they don't even like do it well. Like one of them, some of them just walk forward. Some of them just shoot very slowly. Some of them just yeah. fall into pits. <laughs> like, is, do we have one shared consciousness that I am cur- that we are currently inhabiting? Are they mocking us? Maybe that. Maybe maybe this is all just a ploy to like humiliate us into just sitting there and dying. Because it's like, wow, are we really that dumb looking? Yeah. But no, you hold yourself together and you move forward. Yeah, we destroy this shit. You don't think of the existential questions plaguing you when you destroy a literal copy of yourself. You just plow through because that's the intent of the game. Do that's not right. do not think deeper into the meaning of destroying no. yourself to move forward. No, definitely do not think about that. Do not look up any philosophical references to things like that. <laughs> anyway, I've dealt on that too long. Um, but once you make it to do the... Do not. <laughs> Pro tip. Don't. <laughs> but yeah, nice. so you move through this miniature stage. And then once you get to the end, you actually have to platform again to just get up to the spot to hit him. Yeah. Unless you have a weapon that'll do damage from down below, but probably not. You're better off. Just It's easier to, you know, make it up to the top. Because usually in that area of platforming, there's going to be hazards that are being shot at you. Like every other hazard that you've heard before. Um, Yeah. But then, yeah, this repeats about a few different times. Uh, genuinely, Generally getting tougher with the platforming sections in the middle and at the end in terms mm-hmm. of what is, what is given to you. Like, literally every kind of platforming segment that you've had up to this point is being condensed into these segments. Be it yeah. uh, small platforms, be it laser walls, be it the rotating, like, Platforms on a dolly kind of thing. Be it, it's all coming together. Be it portals. Like, they're all there. Yeah. Um, and then on top of that, eventually, Arlen will actually shoot and shoot at you himself as you're moving through the stage. Again, kind of increasing the difficulty one by one as it moves through. As you do. As you should do. As, yeah. Yes. Um, which makes for another compelling... Uh, section of the fight itself. But overall, when you think of the sum of its parts, this is the most creative boss fight that I've seen in a very, in a long time. Like, for a platforming game, yeah. one of the more creative yeah. boss fights. I haven't seen this really before. So, I gotta say kudos. This is a very cool design for a boss. Yeah. Uh, but after you defeat Arlen, uh, the stage is not over yet, because now you get into the final segment of the game, which is... The escape. Escape the fire. We need to escape the exploding platform. Yes. Like, right now. It's like, gaining on us. It may or may not be gaining on us, because sometimes it is, and sometimes it isn't. Yeah. But the, but the <laughs> most important thing we need to do here is right in the beginning, we have to free Al. He's trapped in a cage. Why would they cage him? I know. What the hell? Al is adorable. Don't put him in a cage. He's, okay. He's just a sentient square. He's like he looks like a little shy guy or something. He's just a little. He is a shy little guy. Aww. 
He doesn't have a half, like, a mask on, but I get where you're going. <laughs> but, I mean, also, Freeing Al doesn't just have ethical benefits. It has gameplay benefits. Sure. Because once he's free, he'll actually create a giant rainbow laser that fires maybe every 15 seconds. Yeah, you need that shit. And that shit is not... I wouldn't say it's necessary. I would say it's fucking cool. Yeah, it's cool as fuck. And it and it adds to the just bombastic nature of the explosive exit that they're already showing you. Yeah. So kind of like just adding more explosions and then ones that actually don't hurt you are pretty nice just from a visual perspective to give you that sense of holy shitness. Yeah. Um but something I got—I gotta say—this really blows the wind out of the aesthetic sails when this happens. So you can still fall into lava pits here because there's mm-hmm. random platforming, and if you fall into the lava, it does what it does at any other stage. It teleports you back to the last stable point that you were on. Right. Even if that point was is where an explosion currently is. <laughs> now. Let me explain to you. When an explosion is going on in this game, that does not mean that an actual explosion is happening. Yeah. You do not get hurt no. by the explosion. It's just what visual. happens is it's a it's entirely visual. Yeah. What happens is the camera pans back and so do the explosions. <laughs> the explosions are like, "Oh, whoa, sorry man, I didn't realize you were going to come back." Like I here take this spot. It's fine. I didn't touch it. Yeah, like we're just we're just following you. It's like if a guy came up to you who looked really big and tough, and then you came up to him like in the least threatening manner possible, and he backed away immediately <laughs> and was like, "Whoa, no! I'm not looking for any kind of trouble here. I I just I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go over yeah, there. No, uh, I, like please." sir yeah no you, this is yours you sit enjoy yeah like then really because the whole point of the ending here is to give you the aesthetic like setting of escaping and exploding uh an exploding area but i guess right. the problem with that comes in the fact that you can't die in this well you shouldn't die in this area you can it's very possible to still die but they don't. They don't actively want yeah. you to die after the boss fight. Yeah, because you just cause beat you the could. game, basically. You've beaten the game. This is supposed to be like a victory lap kind of thing. Yeah. But what they're the way that the gameplay up to that point has dictated how the flow works, especially with you know taking damage. Uh-huh. It just kind of destroys any ambience that you're trying to create in setting up that final climactic exploding, like, uh, escaping from the exploding base scenario. Right. So it just kind of makes it seem like, oh, I actually don't really have to move all that fast, the explosions aren't really a thing. Um, It just turns into the same platform with a little aesthetic buffer at the end. Yeah, exactly. Which is cool. So it is still cool, but, I mean... It's a little unnecessary. You're un- it's not unnecessary, just I wish maybe there was a better way to implement it. I don't have it off the top of my head. I'm not a game designer. Mm-hmm. I'm just a game critic, so I'm just here to complain. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, 
Um, either way, it does still feel really good at the actual end of the escape. Right. When the camera kind of just stops panning with you. Yeah. And you are in an actual, like, this is the last area. Yeah. You made or, it. You made it. You made it. So you jump into the, uh, into the rocket ship. It says, woohoo, you were killed by nothing. Oh, yeah. Um, you reunite with your other guy. That's true. You get on the ship with Ace, who was there, apparently. <laughs> and you end up on a beach sipping pina coladas and just listening to Jimmy Buffett. Oh, yeah. Wait, do you, though? Yeah. You- yeah, don't you hear it in the background right now? Right, right. Well, yeah, yeah, that's totally not the actual song because we didn't pay royalties right. for that. So don't don't actually put that song. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but it is a nice little ending cutscene to you know cap off a run. Oh. And um, even before that, it kind of shows you the results of the run and saying like, "Oh, you did a great job." Um, actually, funnily enough, let's take a. Let's hear from the actual game itself how you did, or what they have to say. From the Bureau of Encouragement, hmm, looks like it broke the testing suite. Huzzah. But that's it, y'all. That was 20XDX. Yeah, cool game, cool game. Absolutely. There's a lot of other things that we didn't quite get to touch on, but again, we'd be really kind of stepping over ourselves talking about it so i'll just kind of give it a quick nod here at the end there are two other actual playable characters that you could choose from uh one of them is ace that we'd mentioned before which plays like zero in the Mega Man x franchise he uses Mm -hmm. a sword or close combat and there's another one called hawk who is a kind of similar style to ace where it's very close combat but uses a whip Instead of that, and mainly focuses on using uh, special weapons as opposed to upgrades. So they have very specific special weapons that are not available to Ace and Nina. Uh, Which is a cool way to kind of force you to trying out playing not just by using your physical attacks, but by relying more on your specials. Yeah, another reason to replay the game. Absolutely, as if you didn't need any more before, because they also have like seven different daily weekly challenges that you could come back to and play every day um on top of the fact that you could play the game on defiant mode which turns on skulls that you could just decide how hard you want the game to be yeah um so there's a lot of replayability here this is a fantastic game and um with that i want to give it my score of oh my god out of thank you is there anything else you wanted to talk about there, Joe? No, um, just get ready for next week because yes, we're going to play a new game. That's true. We haven't decided yet. <laughs> By the time this episode airs, we will have decided. Yes. Um, but if you want to send us an email for a game that we can play down the road, uh, feel free to Send us an email at it's the extreme at gmail.com. That's I T S T H E X S T R E A M at gmail.com. Or you can just look us up on our website. Again, it's the extreme at g- uh, Sorry, it's, it's <laughs> just it's the extreme.com. That's I T S T H E X S T R E A M.com. Nice. And you'll find um, all of our episodes. 
you'll find our all of our socials on there. Blogs. You'll even see stuff that like not a, yeah, you'll see the stuff that I've been writing up for the site. I've been writing up blogs, I've been writing up just stuff that kind of comes to mind whenever I feel like it. Yeah. Um uh we've been even, I've even been able to put up our YouTube stuff on there if you haven't seen that before. So go check it out. It's the extreme.com. All right. I think you'll have a moderate amount of fun. Oh yeah, and what <laughs> else can you ask for? Not that much. So <laughs> thank you guys again for listening and we'll talk to you next week. Peace. Peace.